Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, brought to you by Idiom Brewing Company in Frederick, Maryland, and Havoc Brew Supply, your one-stop shop for your brewery's needs. Check them out at hophavoc.com. Hey everyone, I'm your host Chris Sands, and today I am joined by Jasmine and Andrew Dill, the co-founders of Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company from Barley Wine, right? Brandywine. 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 <laughs> well, we'll just rename it Barley Wine. You can make it a destination for people to really go hard. The crazy part, we have a story for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because yeah. in my position, I love stories. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've never been to Brandywine. In fact, I've, I think I've only been to Prince George's County like very few times because awesome. I, I don't leave Frederick. <laughs> well, maybe we can be the reason for you to come down. There you I, go. I, well, <clears throat> most of the time of uh, visiting places it does completely revolve around just going. <laughs> most places <laughs> I've been to, it is usually beer related. There why I have been there. <laughs> Love it. So uh, let's start out with just when did Liquid Intrusion open? So no brick and mortar just yet. However, um, I can actually go into our intro first and then how we pretty much were established. Your background and how, what was your path to this fun industry of craft beer? (laughs) Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, just first really quickly, we're Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company. Which I love the name. That's a (laughs) great name. Thank you. Thank you. Husband and wife own and operated. We are Prince George's County's first black owned brewery. And I'm the only black woman in the state of Maryland to own a brewery as well. So our name actually has two meanings. Uh, First, scientifically, the way the water flows through malts and hops to create wort, which then turns into beer. And then secondly, we want to intrude on a market that's underrepresentative of African-Americans. African-Americans only account for less than 1% of uh, ownership across the country. And even um, deeper into that, uh, with black women in beer, um, I'm only one of 12 black women across the country to own a brewery. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I knew there weren't, uh, there wasn't very much representation, but I didn't realize it was that, yeah. that low. It's that low. So, um, you know, that is one of the things I love about Maryland is that of, and we have to have the highest percentage of every underrepresented. Yeah, group in sure. in craft beer because there's so many women owned breweries. Mm-hmm. There's multiple black owned breweries. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah. it, it's definitely whenever you hear about like those problems, I feel like they're a little bit less in Maryland. Yeah, it is. Uh, Maryland's doing a great job. So like Maryland is uh, four times the national average for black ownership of breweries. So you know Maryland, pat yourself on the back. Yeah, there's something we can be proud <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, you know, <laughs> for sure. Um, But how everything came about was um, pretty much during COVID is the best way to say it, right? So, like, um, my background, I was a distributor. Can I just point out how amazing your voice sounds on mic? Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) um, I've been told that I've missed my calling. I should be in, like, radio audio. You should be on this side. You sound way better than my busted voice. If you want me to have a residency, be behind you or something like that, I'm down for it. I'm loving this right now. Radio me in. But, no, um, it started during COVID, right? And um, prior to, I was a distributor rep in DC. So pretty much, so I mean, distributing all the large brands, things that you know, okay. um, the big three DC craft breweries as well too. Then left them, got with the Evil Empire down in Richmond, Virginia for a little bit. Didn't really uh, like it because they sucked the life out of you is the best way to say it. <laughs> you know, uh, made it not fun. Then moved up um, back to the DMV area, helped open a world of beer in Bethesda. Uh, I was like one of the OGs there, 
kind of got to my ceiling there. Then I became GM of a Belgian beer bar in Bethesda. Then COVID happened. I'm in the service industry. Everybody loses their job. Yeah. I legit got fired on my day off. I <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even supposed to be here today. You know what I mean? Like, I was just at home, just chilling, you know, about to crack open a beer. Well, oh, actually, no, that wasn't a clerk's reference. That was a Friday That was reference. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Then, also uh, hilarious movie. Off of very. So I, I feel stupid for... No, nah, don't. It's fine. Make it's fine. wrong joke. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I'm literally about to crack open a beer. It's midday world shuts down and I get a phone call like, Hey, I know it's your day off, but you have to go in and fire everybody and then cut yourself a check and fire yourself. And I'm like, Oh, and it's an added bonus yeah. after you have that trauma, <laughs> go ahead and yeah. just, yeah. uh, clear you yeah. out your stuff. Too. You know what? A, uh, it was a hell of a day, but it was, it was definitely like a Batman rash reference when Lucius pretty much signed his name before he clicked the button and oh, all in the dark com- night. Yeah. Sorry. I digress when you're finished. <laughs> enter your name. But, um, yeah, so that happened. And then now I'm, I'm at home. Right. So pretty much going through the, the notions of COVID quarantine, my wife, Jasmine, she's in it. So she transitions to work from home and she says, Drew, you need to find a hobby. You need to leave me alone. You're bouncing <laughs> off the walls. Like, please sit I down. I still have work to do. You might be right. unemployed, but. You know, I'm sitting around <laughs> exactly. here in my underwear doing cartwheels around the house, playing with the dog. You know, like, what you doing? You want to play? Just. And I'm getting I'm, on I'm, my nerves. I'm an only child as well, too. So I just entertain myself. <laughs> but obviously, you know, it just disturbs people during their professional work time, whatever. So <laughs> jobs, yeah, blah, blah, jobs, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so she's like, you know, find a hobby. Now with that, we're now doing like virtual happy hours with, with some friends, um, folks in the black beer, beer community. Then we're um, actually going out, purchasing a bunch of beers, doing all the rarity drops, standing in line. Um what was that? Black is Beautiful was pretty prominent during COVID. Oh, right? yeah. That, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's when it was. No, was it introduced during? I want to say oh, it was timeline so June is so, or July 2020. Yeah. Like yeah. Floyd happened right around when COVID. It happened COVID's, during COVID. Yeah. yeah. Was it during or before? I think it My was before. timeline is so And please, anybody up. that's listening, do We're not sorry. just start. Yeah. But you know, yeah, you're right. It us. was. It, it, Black is Beautiful was introduced during COVID. COVID. Right. right. So with that. Um, we're now proxy for like all the Maryland releases to go across to like California. So we're doing that. And, um, it was, it was fun. It was entertaining. Then it was like, wow, we're spending a lot of money on craft beer. How Uh about I start learning how to brew it and go from there. And once again, it's a hobby. I'll be in depth in it. I'm still also connected to my career of what I've been doing. So why not? And, um, so you already had the sales aspect and the distribution aspect of it is, Sell stuff it, you knew. sell it, talk about it, distribute it, all that stuff. Just didn't know how to brew it, right? Um, but have a very good understanding of, of how to brew. You know, when you go to a brewery, there the setup is different, but the process is still the yeah. same, right? So and you were probably, I would assume, with all those previous oh, jobs, yeah. you were trained, like yeah. you had at least a cursory training yeah. on. I've on at, that's at least visited at least one brewery. Yeah. Right? So. That's, what, that's what counts. Huh? Yeah, that's yeah, what that's counts. All, as long as you've seen the shiny yeah. vessels once, yeah. it, you know it's <laughs> one with the cone at the bottom. The, yeah. yeah, but no. Um, so doing that and then trying to pick up home brewing and then. We had like a little bit of a, of a small kit and then come to find out that there was a gentleman who lived What in, was the, like, did you go with 
a, a pre-made kit or was it? It was a pre-made kit. It what was, was, it was, it was a, like a Mr. Beer. Mr. Yes. Beer. Do you know how many breweries in this country have started with a Mr. Oh, yeah. Beer kit? Yeah, yeah. It's I, I, I wish, and I say this every time someone mess, mess, me, mentions it. See, you're much better at this than I am. <laughs> no, um, no, you're the goat. The, <laughs> the, the number of people. I, I wish I would have kept track of yeah. how many people have mentioned that that, that Mr. Beer that, they, that their first time home brewing was a Mr. Beer because like. The percentage of breweries in this country that owe Mr. Beer to to their start wow. has got to be astronomical. So, sorry to interrupt you. Did not know that. Thank you, Mr. Beer. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so started with that. Then it was like a pale ale, just brewed it, trying to get to under, understand the steps, the process, all that stuff. And it was like, man, this little kid is not enough beer. So it's like <laughs> now you want to ramp up and try yeah. to try to grow. That costs money. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Unfortunately, there was a gentleman um, who lived in Bowie, African-American man. He passed due to cancer, an avid home brewer, and he wanted to become Prince George's County's first black-owned brewery. Um, he passed of cancer, and his wife was um, selling the home, and she was like, I have this homebrew kit, major setup at home. It's like this man made um, a three-burner propane burner thing for, like, his, um, you know, his pots and all that stuff. And, you know— let's just call it like around $4,000 worth of equipment. Yeah. And she's like, Maryland homebrewers group, like I'm giving this stuff away for free. Oh, wow. You know, so like come get it. I love craft beer, but I'm never going to brew it. Yeah. It was my husband's <laughs> thing. But like we're transitioning out. We got to got to get rid of it. Keezer, Keezer's four tap with like Perlix flow control, mm-hmm. like Cadillacs, all that stuff. And um, I just shot her a DM and I said, hey, you know, um, I aspire to open up a brewery w- with my wife. And we're looking to upgrade our homebrew setup and all that stuff. So could I possibly come by, see what's going on? And, you know, of course, I'm a couple of days late. So she's like, well, some of the stuff is cherry picked off, but just come on by with a truck. We'll talk about it. And, you know, I'll get to know you a little bit better and yeah. go from there. So, you know, before we even stepped inside the home to look at the, the product, she was like, yeah, some of the bigger stuff is gone. But she was like, you know what? You remind me so much of my husband. It's It's a weird divine type thing. It's like he's talking to me. She was like, take it all. Take it all for free. Load your truck up. If you got to come back, don't worry about it. Just let me know. Take it all. Take the keyser. And she's like, I know that you're going to take care of it. You're going to bring it back to life. And on top of that, you're going to be able to live out my husband's dream. It was a very super divine type thing. And um, we brewed um, what we call our core four. We have two on the table of of the four. um, And just constantly brewed them, got them dialed in, started working on my, um, you know, building recipes, things like that. Then the wife is like, yo, you're having too much fun down there. Like, what's going on? Right? <laughs> and, and well, not to interrupt you really quickly, but I've always been around him uh, for beer related things. Oh, forgot so, to say, we're high school sweethearts. Yes. Oh. Yeah, so we're high so. school sweethearts. I've uh, been together <laughs> since 2007. And anytime that he's grown in beer, I've been alongside him. Yeah. So if there's an incentive like, oh, such or such place is doing a tap takeover. Oh, I'm going to tag along. Let's go. Um, if there's trips that he may have won or, you know, hey, I got two bomber bottles. Let's try this out. Yeah, let's do it. So and then, you know, financially, not if I hit a sales goal or if I don't hit a sales goal, she's affected by it as well, too. So she knows the ups and downs of the industry. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, doggone it, you didn't get it. Okay, well, <laughs> better luck next time, honey. You got this. <laughs> I want the beer. You, you, need, you, you need to wake up and go out and hit the market. But, um, yeah, so we, we ended up bringing everything down, um, brought it back to 
brought it back to life. And um, I got to give a quick shout out to Annapolis Homebrew Store. Um, the gentleman used to shop there. I brought everything there. They rechanged out all my lines, you know, CO2, all that stuff. Just got me back to operational. And I've been with them ever since. Um, great place. They're out in Savannah Park. Um, we have um, a discount code called Libco23, shameless plug. So if y'all want to get some stuff, please. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, that's for online orders only. Just want to point that out. But with that, um, they're great folks. And they are there to help people to want to achieve their dreams. And they said, you know, although we're a homebrew store, we see people who, we see so many people come here who have the potential to either be a brewery and then not even that, they help bail out majority of the breweries in the area as well. Yeah, we have a great one in Frederick too yeah. called the Flying Barrel. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. There, there's, they, local breweries definitely get there, yeah. go there and if get you need like some last minute supplies last minute that they hops, not have. You know, base grain or something like that, like base malts for sure. So we've been with them ever since, and we were just brewing our beers. Um, out of our lineup, we have our South of D.C. Cream Ale, 5% light, clean and crisp, no dairy, no lactose, brewed with fresh flake corn. That is a that is a style that's kind of surprising how much of a comeback it's making. Cream Ales are back, baby. They're back, baby. They're back. Um, reason why was, one, you know, for me on a homebrew scale, I didn't want a lager because I didn't have the right tools yeah, to dude. To you, stay consistent, you could right? make a bad one. Yeah, I could. Yeah. I could. I just didn't want to do that. Yeah, because right? yeah. as soon as I try it, I'll be so teed off, and then I'll pour it down the drain. Yeah. But um, with that, you know, cremos are the next best thing, right? Um, shameless plug and a shout out to Genesee Cream Ale. Have you ever been to the brewery? We're we actually making a trip out there finally. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We're. Um, her younger brother lives in Rochester, okay. so we're going up for Thanksgiving. So that's I went. I went for the first time last year. It, it's pretty cool. They have some really crazy stuff on tap. Too. Awesome, yeah, awesome. Like all kinds of just out so there excited. experimental things that they're making. I'm so excited. excited! It is not um, like if you don't know about them, it's not at all like the brewery you would expect from. A, I mean, how, I don't know how old Genesee yeah. Cream Ale, but I'm. Sh- is like it's been around forever and i would say the average age of their their drinkers are is probably like 70 for sure <laughs> for <laughs> sure so but like they were um they were at the mortalis beer festival well, actually the last two years i've been there and they've been there and they're the like they have this huge setup. They have the slushy beers that oh, they're nice. serving. Like they have like the most hype booth of all <laughs> of the, the breweries awesome. that are there. That's awesome. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. It, I mean the the brewery is it's an awesome place. There we you, go. You'll you will have fun and you'll have some amazing beer. I'm Let's here for it. Let's make our friends jealous. I'm here yeah. for it. So with that, you know, like Genesee Cremo used to be down here in full abundance. You don't really see it like that. And that was a thing for us. It was like, okay, if we're if we're not lagering right now, even with us, so like we're a contract brewery right now, um, we don't want to tie up those tanks that long for production anyway. So yeah. Cremo's are, are the next best thing. Um, there was a point in time where a lot of breweries were just adding a bunch of adjuncts to them, you know, lactose, stuff like that. We just wanted to make it bare bones, easy, approachable, and let this be a guy to like, when, when we start lagering, what the potential could be, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're super excited for that. Um, then the next one was our African Queen and her Seven Seas IPA. Long name, but play on words. It's the name of the hops that we use in there. I think that's the one I've had before. Because oh, nice. I, I think um, I think Philip Pilgrim gave me a can of that. Nice. Nice. Love him. Nice. Pretty sure that's who, get, yeah. who, I got, who I got it from. Okay. 
Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts, Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, are one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. Great beer starts with great ingredients. At Havoc Brewing Supply, they offer a wide selection of premium hops, fruit purees, malt, cleaning supplies, and more. Their family-owned business is dedicated to helping you create the perfect beer. Havoc offers flexible contracts, lightning-fast shipping, and unrivaled customer service. Join the Havoc Brewing Supply family and elevate your brewing game. Shop small, brew big, grow together. Visit HavocBrewingSupply.com today to learn more. We, Thank uh, you. We, <laughs> we did that because we wanted to have a hop that doesn't have that much street cred. Mm-hmm. African Queen is a hop that's imported from South Africa. Gives you notes of stone fruit, black currant, a little bit of blueberry. Works perfect for IPAs. The alpha acids are through the roof. Good good stuff. So we wanted to give it a little bit more of a street, street cred, and then we use Falconer's Flight 7Cs, which is a blend of all your sea hops. So this one we say it pairs well with spicy foods, tacos, and smoked meats. South of DC Cream Ale, we say that it pairs well with family, friends, finger foods, and football. So <laughs> practically everything. Um, and then the other two that we're now perfecting and then getting ready to turn over for production is um, our 7% lemongrass saison. That's one more for like Belgian fair food, mussels, stuff like that. And then um, we have a 9% plum basil farmhouse ale as well, too. That's our Bob Ross happy accident, super craft beer type thing. <laughs> nice. We were able to get a lot of wine drinkers over with that one since um, with the fruit pairing. Well, one fruit and you didn't think basil would go well together. Um, but of course, one inebriated night, it's like, well, let's just try it <laughs> yeah, out. Super inebriated. Um, yeah, my father has, <laughs> during COVID. <laughs> my father has a plum tree out front, um, in front of my parents' house, and um, every spring, it's maybe golf size balls of a uh, golf size plums <laughs> that are ripe on the tree, and at this point, the um, plums were ripe, and there were actually strangers like pulling them off of the tree. And he's like, "Guys, I need you to come over and get these plums. You need to come over and get these plums." And yeah, we like, didn't go get we're cleaning plums. it up because yeah. it's like, yeah. nah. but my father's from South Carolina, so he's going to tell you like, <laughs> like it is. exactly. You need to come get these plums. Come get the plums. So we're like, yeah, daddy, we're going to come get them. And we just kept forgetting until he decided to show up with this bag of plums. Like, oh, we Here's the plums. plums. Here's the plums. Here's plums. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I had a bag of plums. They're kind of sitting in the refrigerator, not knowing what to do with them. And um, his manager, uh, Drew's manager at his at the time, had a basil plant. It, pretty much he had them in abundance. It was like, hey, just take them, make a beer out of it. Brew a beer. And it was it's, like, yeah. okay. It was like, there's not enough spaghetti in the world that we can use all this basil. Yeah. So <laughs> what are we going to do? So, yeah, inebriated night, just decided to cut up a piece of plum, put it together with a piece of basil. We're like, heck, this is actually really good. Let's put some farmhouse yeast on top of yeah. this. See how it goes. And it's like. If it comes out crap, it comes out crap, but it did not. It came out really good. We're super (laughs) proud of it. And with our core four, you can see the range there, right? So we have something light, easier, approachable for everybody. Also with us trying to be in Southern Maryland, you know, a lot of the drinkers down there really love more lighter, lighter beer. So it's like, let's have something for that. 
then our IPA is easy and approachable for the novice IPA drinker. But then also if you're, um, you know, a hardcore IPA person, it's super complex. So it'll be a, a joy ride for your, for your palate. Then just trying to show the range. Like we, we love Belgian inspired beers, French inspired beers. And then we want to do things for just weird, crazy adjuncts and stuff like that and see what happens and go from there. So when you when you got that first Mr. Beer kit, had you already thought about the idea of opening a brewery at that point? Or was that so early on in it that it, you you didn't think about going down this path yet? It was super early. I want to say once when we acquired the um, massive homebrew setup yeah. and then brewing the beers, tasting them, and then seeing like we brewed four in a row. And they're really good. And then having our friends and family trying them, you know, we didn't kill them. So they're still alive. <laughs> they enjoyed them. And, you know, trying to get that hard, um, like, you know, give me feedback. Just don't sugarcoat it. Yeah. And if you don't like it, just tell us why you don't like yeah. it. And, you know, we would get, you know, a few tweaks here and there. But overall, I'm like, okay, I think we have something here. And yeah. I'm just following his lead at this point because yeah. I'm, I'm still kind of learning the... Um, I guess you could say back of the house um, for the business. But um, yeah, I'm, I've, you've been a great teacher. Oh, thank you. Of course. Young Padawan. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that one. That's Star Wars. Indeed. indeed. <laughs> Huge Star Wars fan. But um, yeah, and, and, and that was the thing, you know, um, I think once when, once when I came about, I was like, well, I've had the tenureship in this. Then from there, like, as thank you for, you know, giving me a compliment, you know, but in the same aspect, I compliment her because where I get the most motivation is like, I get to see her flourish and blossom in the industry and become her own. And it's like, I've, I've been doing this. So it's, it's fine. It's now, it's finally, finally it's my own. Yeah. But to see her and all the accolades that, that she gets, it, it, it warms my heart very much. I love you a lot, babe. We're trying to be serious. (laughs) Oh, sorry. It's an interview. My bad. (laughs) So when, um, when, when did you decide to launch the brand? Um, at the, probably towards like the end of quarantine. Okay. Um, at that point in time, it was like, all right, we started coming up with designs for the logo, Mm -hmm. coming up with the name. Um, and then from there coming up with the logos for the beer. So everything that you see, um, we've made ourselves right. Uh, Minus these two, but we'll talk about those <laughs> We'll later. talk about those. But, but yeah, well, you could say about springtime of, of 2021 okay. when yeah. the idea was formed. You had logos, um, labels, um, and then you could actually talk about our uh, unofficial launch as well. Yeah, so with that, we started brewing the same liquid all over again, again, and again to the point just to to where the just to perfect it mm-hmm. and being able to brew it without having to look at the sheet to follow for your ingredients and all that stuff. Um, and then we we did, a, a, I guess, a mini crowdfunding is the best way to, to say it. We did what was called a, like our OG launch is the best. <laughs> I don't know. What, what do we call it? <laughs> yeah, we can call it. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 <laughs> we didn't give it an official name. Yeah. So. <laughs> so we were selling stickers online. If you bought a sticker, it was $40. And in there, you'd get a mix core four pack. And of course, you get a sticker. You get a handwritten thank you note. You'd get a ten percent lifetime discount code. So when we grow, you grow. So if anything that we have merch, um, anything that we're selling at a festival, anything once when the brick and mortar comes, 
your tab, anything that you purchase from Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company, you'd always get 10% off for life because you took a gamble on a $40 sticker yeah. when we were <laughs> nothing, right? So like that's the the best way that, that, that we can give back. Um, and then also in there, um, we gave a comic book. I have a very vast comic book collection. It was very hard to give it away, but we made it happen. Sometimes you have to make sacrifices for your dreams. Hey, you know. So <laughs> with that, we gave a comic book as well, too. But we did write on the inside like a little note, like made a liquid orange prevail or something mm-hmm. like that. So when the brick and mortar comes, if you give me back my comic book, <laughs> <laughs> um, you'd actually get like um, like a limited release memorabilia, glassware or something like that. And that's, once again, a big thank you to all the folks yeah. that, that held us down since day one. Um, so we sold enough stickers to the point to where we could afford our very first contract batch, um, which was a lot. So with that, um, to everybody, and like we shipped all over the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, with that, we uh, we ended up um, contacting Oliver Brewing Company. We're super transparent about our stuff. Um, they sat us down, had a meeting, tried the liquid. It was like, yes, this is homebrew, but it's really good. And it was like, we can help you craft it, get it cleaned up a little bit, especially on, on a professional scale. Yeah. We can show you every step of the way. And they have been nothing but just, you know, cheerleaders for us and great champions and They're all that awesome stuff. Over They're awesome They I are. I love Oliver. Legends is what they are, yeah. you know. Um, Jason's one of the best people in the industry. Legend. Him, Chrissy is really good. They're their rep. Um, shout out to Michelle. She's their uh, their accountant. So, you know, we have a very good relationship with her. <laughs> and then um, Justin, the owner as well, too. You know, like the, the, the whole team, Kevin, you know, the director of operations, mm-hmm. we all we deal with everybody in their own individual way. But they they seem to be a good place to do contract brewing with, too, because they're they they at least from the outside, appear to be a little bit more flexible with batch sizes yep. that they can do than what some of the other breweries that yep. do contract brewing are. Like you have to commit way, way more for sure <laughs> of production to and, some of the other places. And that they, they'll they'll work with you. They want to see you win. And with that, because the, the more you produce, the more it works out for them. Yeah. And of course, you know, you got to leave the nest some point in time. But like, you know, for us right now, we have a very great relationship with them. We thank them so much. Um, we've learned so much from them as well, too. And they're just a great brewery and produce outstanding liquid, if I may say. Mm-hmm. Their liquid is yeah, legit. They, so For sure they do. But yeah. So we um, were able to afford the first batch. The first batch was African Queen and her seven seas. That was September of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, we hit the market. And then come February of this year, we released our South of D.C. Cream Ale for Black History Month. And then we've just been going ever since. We've had some ups and downs, some round and rounds. But, you know, we've persevered. We've held on. We're not going anywhere. Um, and now the biggest thing is just growth. Right. Um as we were saying offline, we we've actually today upgraded our our storage facility. So we were in storage, like a hundred square square foot spot, super small, and it was a, a getting to the point where we were we're producing so much liquid. It's like okay, we're selling off some, but we got to make space for the new batch c- yeah. coming in. But there's no space for the new batch mm-hmm. coming in. So what do we do? So we we're finally able to get ourselves to the point to where we can upgrade to a thousand square foot warehouse. So we're super proud of that. You know, we made that transition today. So really dope things. We're hitting like some really good benchmarks after being in the market for a year, showing our growth and what can possibly happen. And then now we're trying to plan on releasing this uh, lemongrass saison. So 
super excited for that. Super awesome. excited. Yeah. Um, other things that we've been doing throughout the year, like we've done collaborations. So we have two on the table right here. Um, you want to get into those? Or? Yeah, sure. Okay. So the one that Jasmine's holding, you can go ahead, Jasmine. Explain All right. that. So this is the collaboration we did with Forward Brewing Company in Annapolis. This is our Maryland Maverick uh, Double IPA. Uh, we brew this in um, to commemorate Governor Wes Moore with him being Maryland's first black governor. Um, I have a goal of getting him on as a guest. I have a path to make it happen. I just haven't done the work to, I got you. to do it yet. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's a fairly attainable goal, but yeah. I just feel like adding the governor to my list of uh, guests that I've That's been awesome. able to get yeah. would, would, is, a, is a good check mark to oh, have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so with this, um, it was um, a good points well a good thing to do of course um but with Ford being in annapolis it was just literally the governor's backyard and then um uh, us being prince george's county's first black governor i mean sorry first black brewery wow sorry. <laughs> I, hey, I mean you, know, you could be gotta, the first black female governor if you want just, just so put you, in the, you set the bar, <laughs> the bar. <laughs> there we go um, but um it's also brewed with another uh, south african hop if uh, Drew can help me out with that hop there against Southern Tropic. Yeah. Oh, I knew that. He didn't need his help. I didn't need his help. Um, but it's eight <laughs> percent. Um, it doesn't drink as boozy as an eight percent. What you expect eight yeah. percent to be. However, um, if you drink enough, it will get you there. It yeah. will get you there. <laughs> it um, is a really, really good hazy double IPA. Um, this is the second to last can. So we wanted to bring oh, it here for you. Yeah, I feel honored. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. I'm about to crack this bad boy open. Yo. But um, with that, uh, we want to give major shout out to, um, you know, Ford Brewing Company as well. They're great people. Mm-hmm. Great spot. Producing phenomenal liquid. Um, Cam and his wife's ownership. And then, you know, the brewers there. Um, my boy Warren. Warren's a good good guy. Warren's a good dude. But um, they, they, they produce some really good liquid down there. And that's kind of the thing for us. Like, we want to be you know, one with our fellow Maryland breweries. You know, we yeah. want to do crazy and off the wall and, you know, some collaborations that have some very strong meaning behind it. Um, and then from there, just grow the beer scene. You know, like, of course, we want to be about diversity and all that stuff. But the biggest thing is like, it's, it's like our slogan, may the liquid always prevail. We're all about the liquid. We don't care who you are, where you're from, your background, your orientation. It's all about the liquid. And if we do that, may the liquid always prevail. But with us continuing with our collaborations, our ideas for our liquids, things that we want to do, I think that, um, you know, we're going to help grow the beer scene in Maryland and then, you know, show the rest of the world like, hey, Maryland beer is is, is the place to be, you, you know. Um, so I, I that's just very near and dear to my heart. But I'm going to crack this beer open. <laughs> <laughs> Has... Um, have you been able to like, kind of get guidance from uh, some of the brewers out in your area? Like, the, have they have you gotten much help from them with your r- brewing journey? Shout out to Mullies. Oh, <laughs> oh the, the, another just another. amazing group of people. Um, definitely. If you know, of course, for legality and for safety issues, we're not yeah. allowed to be hands on as we would like Thank to you. for their equipment. However, um, you know, even at Oliver, we're there for the brew days so we can we know what to expect, what levers to switch over. Um, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, what um, what yeah, pretty much what to look forward to. And then when we're at certain 
um, breweries just looking at their tap rooms, their production facilities, um, getting a, a, a just of what space to look forward to, um, just kind of asking about their top three pros, their th- top three cons. Um, again, just trying to um, gather as much information as we can while we're on site. Yeah, we've traveled a lot, um, even to different states, just to try to get a tour. And, you know, you try to do like the, the shameless, oh, well, we own a brewery too. Oh, yeah. you want a tour? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, n- then when we go on a tour, then we, we ask those questions. And it's like, well, what got you here? What, are, what What's something that you would do different? And the biggest thing I would say. This is all, really good. Lovely. And you're right. You. It, it, gives you, it gives you a hint of the ABV, but it's not, not very much. Right. Not a yeah. hint. Not, yes, not not boozy in your face, yeah, yeah. but it'll catch up to you. <laughs> um, side note: So, uh, with the Maryland Maverick, yes, it is sold out completely. But um, Ford has been so nice to grant us permission to do a distro run of it, and oh, we awesome. we are looking to do that distro run probably October of next year. So be it'll be brewed at Oliver. Yes. Uh huh. Um. And with that, um, we will, um, you know, contract it and all that stuff. But uh, we were hopefully doing it around October 15th, for that is the governor's birthday. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool. So did you get to have, like, an event or anything with? What? <sighs> Unfortunately not. So okay. we we've, we reached out multiple times, and things got pushed back. And the major reason was because of um, the mass shooting in Baltimore earlier in the year. Oh, yeah. It was around that time when we released it. So it was like, okay, you know, we're not. He was a little preoccupied. Yeah, with, you know. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure with the stress, he probably could use a beer, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, but I'm, we we appreciate the fact that he declined us to go, you know, handle his business. So for sure. But I but, think he uh, also appreciated the fact that we did invite him. Yeah. So It's um, got to be the aroma of. Those two hops, because I get, I just like I just can't identify at all mm-hmm. the the aroma, and that's something with us. We we want to use some crazy hops, some different hops, because you know everybody loves mosaic. We know yeah. citra, we know amarillo, and all that stuff, and great hops. But it's like, can can we just try a different one, or can we give some, uh, some more hops, a little bit of a street cred, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but yeah, but I think uh, going back to all of the the breweries, what we've learned. Great name too. Thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yeah. So um, another inebriated night, of course. It was. <laughs> it was. It was. We we wanted to. Uh, what was I saying? The um, the breweries. What we've learned. Oh yes. Event space. That's like one of the major it's things. Definitely a key that we've right seen now. across the board. It's like people event space. love to have an event at uh, some place that alcohol's made. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you have an event space? Make sure you have an event space. Um, but yeah, but from there, um, got to give a shout out to Denizens as well too. The entire team of Denizens um, embraced us with open arms. Whatever we need, questions, contacts, all that stuff. Their people are phenomenal. You know that. Love them, mm-hmm. love them. Julie's another one of my yeah. favorite people mm-hmm. in the industry. Julie's great, um, Trailblazer, and then um, Tim, their rep, yeah, their rep, mm-hmm. dog. If I could do my Pat McAfee, <laughs> oh, your name time. dropping. Come on, sorry, but, but he, <laughs> he, he's 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 a he's a one that's out there all the time and just wealth the of knowledge. Of this is just so different, dude. I love that you're about this beer. 
I love it. I love it. I can't stop smelling it. It just <laughs> it, like it's just so different than every other mm-hmm. hazy IPA I've ever had. Mm-hmm. It's all about the hops. All about the hops, 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 hops. The liquid, liquid intrusion. Look at us up here <laughs> drinking liquid on a podcast. You know, it's five o'clock. Fun there. times. Fun times. <laughs> That's I have. Um, I do a lot of like try to schedule at ten or eleven o'clock ones, and those ones are a little bit more aggressive to drink during. Like one o'clock, I'm fine with drinking. But yeah. It's like sometimes in the early one, especially yeah. if I have a distillery on, like mm. doing a whiskey <laughs> flight tasting. Yeah, is. we have twelve <laughs> varieties for you to try. Yeah, dude, you got to try this one. Like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> pump the brakes. Um, another thing about us is that you know. ABV is a big thing. If we want to hit you with a- ABV, we'll hit you with ABV. But if not, we want to make some ABV beers more balanced as well, too. Our biggest thing is balance as far as the liquid is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Um, oh, you said brandy wine and you said barley wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. We aspire to make a brandy wine called – I mean, a barley wine. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure. We want to call it the brandy wine, barley wine. So, so that's so crazy <laughs> that you said that. Yeah. So yeah, you could you just get and then eventually when you're huge, you get them to change the name of the town. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Barley Wine. Welcome to Barley Wine. Is yeah. that um is that where you're focused on searching for a physical location or are you open to anywhere that you could you end up finding? And what and what what kind of timeline do you see for that to happen? So we're currently looking anywhere between Bowie and Brandywine. Okay. Um, hopefully within the next two to three years. And that's mainly to increase the population of brew, uh, breweries in Southern Maryland. Um, we're try- just trying to join in arms with Mully's yeah. and Scorpion and uh, Calvert. Calvert there. Yep. But uh, with that, there's, you know, there are all the breweries in D.C. and north of D.C., which is cool. Um, but for those that we run into while we're doing tastings or festivals, um, they would, uh, I guess, appreciate or look forward to having uh, another brewery, another destination um, space in Southern Maryland. So um, anywhere between Bowie and, and Brandywine, it'd be nice to be in that 301 corridor yeah. um, going down. I think um, if we're looking at like at a dartboard, like. Brandywine's the the top. Like that's yeah. that's definitely the goal for us. The town is on the rise. There's a lot of development um, coming in from there. A lot of people moving out of DC, coming in to to our little town of Brandywine. But if not, you know, um, we we have to go with with what's best as well for us. So we just hope to at least stay in Southern Prince George's County for sure, um, just to help the Southern Southern Maryland beer scene. You know, just mm-hmm. help it grow. Try to create a, a beer trail because up here in Frederick, you know, you, you guys got got the beer trail up here. You know, which is fun. I want to have, have that. We have a couple here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I, I want to have that down in Southern Maryland. So yeah. that'd be cool. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be us. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so do, do you have um, like a planned out path? already exactly how you're going to get to a physical location or is that a work in progress well go ahead a little bit of both it's the best way to say it i think the plan is one since we've upgraded our warehouse there's things that we we need to do in the warehouse and also with us with self-distribution right so yeah um right now for this little over a year 
by the power of my wife's Hyundai Tucson, I'll get you beer. <laughs> All right. That thing can hold six full half barrels. Nice. And deliver them, okay? <laughs> she just, just had to count. Like, she she yeah. finally found this out for the first time, so... My poor shocks. She, she, my shocks. She didn't know that number. But, yeah. You know. yeah but, that's, uh, a lot. that's a lot of weight. It's a lot. <laughs> you also know what that is? Sales. Sales. <laughs> <laughs> if you bring home a keg, it better be empty. Yeah, it, yeah. If I put that much weight on the truck, it's definitely in a central location. Yeah, but like, no. I'm not taking six kegs to Frederick. I know. But, <laughs> but uh, if I have to, I will. But <laughs> aside from that, um, you know, we... Want to get some vehicles underneath us as well, yeah. just to in, increase our, our our spread. What we've typically done as far as targeting our accounts was we get to one major craft beer bar, <clears throat> excuse me, and then surround it with about you know two or three off-premise accounts and zip codes in certain areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then now the plan is to grow on that, um, become uh, more available up here in Frederick. Um, we are at Frederick Social on Draft right now. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Mike and uh, Audi. Love yeah, them. they're great people. Great people. Love them. It's a cool spot, too. Great people. people great spot. The people of Frederick love Frederick Social. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. And that's... Um, Do you want the rest of mine? Uh, sure. Mm. sure. <laughs> I don't want to waste it. No worries. Oh, we appreciate that. No worries. <laughs> Especially it being the second to last can. It's just I've, I've, I've barely drank anything in the last six months. So I got I want to try your other stuff, so okay. I don't, and I don't want to be uh, too drunk to drive. No worries. no worries, no worries, no worries, no worries. <laughs> and I also work in IT here, also, uh-huh. and there's things I need to do <laughs> once we're done recording. It's <laughs> hard to troubleshoot if, if yeah. all the letters come <laughs> <Yeah>. together. <laughs> um, but yeah, so definitely get some vehicles underneath us, increase our our spread. So. Uh, be more prominent in Frederick, Maryland, be more prominent um, down in St. Mary's County and then make way over to the shore um, just in time for the summer, for sure. Um, With that, we'll be continuing our search for brick and mortar. Um, We have a realtor on our side now, just trying to see like what's out there, what's the option, doing some negotiations, things things of that nature. A plus for you two, um, sadly, is that there is a glut of uh, used equipment to purchase also. Unfortunately, so can, yes, yes. Uh, you, and you, you'll be able to get a good deal on uh, on all the equipment, most For likely. sure. That is very true. There are some, like on on the plan, we have, um, we've, we've locked in about three equipment companies that we really like. Okay. And that's just by... Going around all the breweries, getting those tours, asking those questions to see what we like. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have that number written down, and then also there's the option of used as well. So yeah. we'll 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 definitely get get it figured out. But uh, for us, we definitely want to be no less than a twenty barrel system. Okay, you know You're we want to going big, going big. We want to definitely make sure we have um, the capability to grow. Yes. in our in our space. Um, also have enough space for refrigeration. That's like number two on the list of breweries Definitely that that, that said. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, event space. But then from there, um, <laughs> you know, we want to be able to get ourselves up to like 60 barrels and beyond and all that stuff. We definitely want to be a production facility first, um, doing distribution because like that's been our bread and butter. And that's yeah. what we know. So when we open a brick and mortar, I don't want to pull out of the market mm-hmm. to the point to where, you know. The only way you can get to... Uh, enjoy liquid infusion is you know if you're in frederick 
it might be a little bit of a drive going to Brandywine if you I really love that IPA that they had. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah, just trying to make sure we keep the counts that we have um and then acquire more so we can expand our reach and then still have a space where people can come and try those wild and crazy brews the rare you know releases things like that right um that may be a brew house only you know yeah. type thing or tap room only type thing right so are you are you doing all the sales and distribution yourself i, I, I am it. your sales rep right. your distribution <laughs> rep your distributor your driver uh your troubleshooter anything like that um jasmine is more so the eye in the sky um deals with the administrative side and if there's any like orders that may come in via email or anything like that yeah. she's she, she's on, on top of that because she's sitting in front of her, you know, IT. Never, I'm not going to get you in trouble with your well, job. No, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, and I still have a couple of accounts that I service as well, yeah. but uh, they're a little more closer to uh, where we live. So it's a little yeah. easier for me. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. I put my mouth on your glass. I oh, my gosh. I apologize. <laughs> I guess we're right, family now. Can you get out? We're done. Expeditiously. <laughs> I apologize. Just wore out a welcome. Back to Brandywine we go. <laughs> <laughs> the... So are you, you're doing this full time then, right? Part time. Okay. Still part time. Um, Getting ready to transition to full time. Okay. Um, That goal should be anywhere between sometime during Q1 to make this my, my uh, full time. Um, But with that, our accounts have been holding us down. And that's another thing. Like we don't want to pull out of the market, especially with all these accounts that have been holding us down since day one. Yeah. Not fair. Not right. Um, But on top of that, um, our accounts understand our situation. First and foremost, the liquid's good, so they, they yeah. love it, and then they want to have more of it, so they are willing to be uh, be willing to accommodate us, it's the best way to say it, f- to make sure that we're um, we're good to go, they can get their delivery in a timely fashion and go from there. Is um, is this the first time Frederick Social has carried you, or, or are you the, have you, do you stay on there semi-regularly this is the first time that we, okay. we've, we've been on but we plan to be in there in rotation pretty often um and then on top of that so, I, so anyone listening to this keep an eye on frederick social go to frederick, that, it'll be frederick, social. frederick social frederick social frederick social frederick social <laughs> go 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 bye 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 no um but then um, also on our website, we have a map locator of where okay. we're lo- located yeah, that, at. That was going to be my next question. Yep. See, you're good at this. Hey. You know, I don't even need to be here. Appreciate uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it is we hard when, um, you know, we're like, oh, well, we live in Frederick or we live in Baltimore. Where can we get it? And we're, uh, 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 the, well, well, I'll sell you this. And then we'll yeah. talk about the can, which I can segue into. Yeah. Um, we call all of our cans walking business cards because they include QR codes on them. Um, which is a great tool, especially since we don't have our own space yet. So then people can get to know, you know, who we are, what we're yeah. about, and then find the liquid. Um, so when you scan that, it gives you access to our website, uh, which does include that um, map locator. Um, has all of our social media accounts, so Facebook, Instagram, and X, because we're not saying Twitter anymore. Twitter. <laughs> and then if you're on Untap, the, the, <laughs> the thing I hate the most about that change is that. Every damn time on the news or something, they say X. 
formerly known as Twitter. Oh no! <laughs> like it's just like, all right, it's been long enough. Just say X, and if if people don't know what it means, that's their fault for changing yeah. the name. Yeah, they're they're looking out for their older audience. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like change. I it's don't like Twitter. change. <laughs> Bring back the little blue bird. Right, and then Larry. oh, and then the last link on the um because it's a link tree that it takes you to. Um, if you're on Untap, it will allow you go in to check in the liquid and to rate it how however you wish. So. Um, just a good tool just for us not having a brick and mortar just yet. For but sure. Soon yeah, comes. Soon for sure. Comes. That is that is definitely a smooth, easy drinker. Look, gotta love the South of DC Cream Ale. Yeah. Gotta love the South of DC Cream Ale. And the name is simply because we aspire to, because Brandywine is like 30 minutes south of DC. So, and we hope to be in, be yeah. in Brandywine. Good, you know, cutting the grass type of beer. Yeah, that's good. Kick your feet up and have a um, beer in your hand while you're watching a game. Have family or friends over. Some Maryland some on the crabs, grill. you know what I mean? You yeah. can steam your crabs with the beer or, you know, drink this with your crabs. Go from there. Yeah. Pairs perfectly with, with Obey. So the do you plan on doing um like are are you working on private funding or are you gonna do like a crowdfunding campaign to fund the Right now, private. Okay. Um I think probably a lot easier. A whole lot manage. easier. Very easy to manage. Um, I just, I personally don't like crowdfunding. Not a knock to anybody who, yeah. who's who's done it or currently doing it. I just don't like it because I feel like I owe the world. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just a few people, right. you, owe, you know, that I can potentially actually hundreds to thousands right, of people that. that I can actually meet, yeah, touch, talk to, you know, go over things, negotiate versus like. Someone in Alaska is like, I don't know. What why. am I doing? I do a lot of movie analogies, and I just thought about one in Mean Girls where um, I forgot her name. When she won Homecoming Queen, and she took her crown off, she was breaking pieces like, "Oh, you're the queen." Oh you're yeah, the queen. yeah. And <laughs> this is this is our dynamic. It's, I'm very <laughs> random. I find things that kind of go with what we're talking. I've about. never seen Mean Girls so. I live with you, so you can't. We be have shy. to change that because okay. on Wednesdays we wear pink, so we're gonna we're gonna change that. We're gonna it's change fine. that. But it's anyway, but anyways, um, yeah. So right now, private funding, um, and you know, things will go towards equipment or merch or whatever, yeah. and we'll, we'll we'll get it figured out and go from there. Um, but our biggest thing with our negotiations is that no matter if you have a stake or equity. In the company, um, Jasmine and myself will both combined should have fifty one percent of the yeah. company. Well, yeah, you um, definitely want to yeah, make you sure know. that you don't have anyone that can completely uh, control right. the right. decision yeah. making yeah. Over, yeah. over the two of you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then um, that's that's primarily it. You know, we just want to just distro, probably get it into the mid Atlantic area. So. Head down to the Carolinas, probably go up to Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, which could be an easy segue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, you know, see what else are the other possibilities outside of that area and go from there. Mm-hmm. You are loving this south of D.C. cream. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Good. I'm loving it. That's two for two. Got a twofer. <laughs> what's the What's the other 16-ounce can? So, segue. So Say this that. is our barrel and flow collaboration that we did this year. Okay, nice. So bar- I've, I've never made it to. Um, you go next festival. year. You go next year. It, they, 
every year it there it's on the same weekend of something mm-hmm. that like I have to do oh. or because I, I every year I look what, what the date is and it, there's there's always been a conflict. Yeah, it's always the second August of the year. You're going next year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I grew up in in Pittsburgh. Word. Yeah, I did an episode. Now I can't think. What was it originally called? Fresh Fest. Fresh yes. Fest. I, mm-hmm. I I recorded an episode about Fresh Fest the nice. first year okay. that they had it. Didn't get to go, <laughs> but I went up there and recorded an episode with yeah with them. That's wow. cool. So you know what? You know what could happen? Like I like things hit me sometimes. Okay. As another podcast episode for you. Okay. You should do like a before and after. So get if all the Maryland breweries that are going. Yeah, because that, that's been. Uh, the number of Maryland breweries participating has definitely increased mm-hmm. every year. You know what? We we failed to, to re- all right. So, Barrel Fresh Fest. We we used to go as consumers, just enjoying it. And then I think at that moment, it was a year prior to COVID. I had an inkling. I was like, Jasmine, we could do this because I'm looking around. One, I thought that I was just a unicorn being an African American in beer. Especially yeah. like in 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 a distributorship, I only I worked the off premise, Adams Morgan U Street, um, Gallery Place Chinatown was my route, but like the sales team was completely Caucasian. Yeah. I was the only African American, and then you know you, you look at this stuff and it's like, man, these people are in beer, but I'm like, there's nobody else that looks like me unless you're working in a warehouse, things of that nature. Unfortunately, then we go up to Fresh Fest and I'm like, man. There's black owned breweries. Like, what? Like, (laughs) I just thought that Garrett Oliver was just, you know, the creme de la creme or Celeste Betty, you know, was like, you know, it's just those two and that's it. But like, no, there's actually a bunch of breweries. And I'm like, whole community. We could do it, whole whole community. And then now. It's a strong community, too. Very strong. Mm -hmm. We, I won't say we, but we are very tight knit, like, group. And they want to help anybody out as much as possible, especially consumers. But um, yeah, I hung out a little bit with uh, some of the capsule uh, people at um, good people at Snallygaster. Good people over the summer. Good people, like a couple weeks, couple ago. weeks ago, yeah. But um, with that, we came up with our homebrew, our core four, and that was like our first official like coming out to the market type thing. So I had hit up Dave Bracy and shout out to him for doing the things that, that he's doing. It's like, hey, man, we're homebrewers. I just want to sample the beer to make sure that we can do this. I think that's that's when the moment, like after all friends and family was like, hey, we can make this happen. We actually um, went up there. We canned all this beer, beer at home, went up there with a cooler full, full of beer. And he was like, hey, that's what the beer share is for. Put your beer on the table. Talk to people. See what's going on. And Mac Brewing Company, got to give him a shout out. We went to college with him. He was our champion. He was like, hey, give your beer to that person. Give your, your beer to that person. Next, you know, Celeste Betty's walking around with the Plum Basil Farmhouse Ale. And she was uh-huh. like, wait, you brewed this? And she was like, yeah. She said, wait, this is homebrew? She was like, what? And then transpired to the actual day of the festival. We're walking around. People are, like, noticing us. It was like, yeah. yo, you guys had those those beers on the table. Like, those things are really good. Then yeah. we get to the brunch the, the next day, and all the brewers, all the fans were like, you guys are a brewery. We want to see you here next year. Tent, logo, all that stuff. Make it happen. And we accepted that challenge and we did it. That's yeah. awesome. And I posted a picture um, on my 
Instagram page of like a before and after type thing. Um, so <laughs> beer festivals prior to, we will wear a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt because it's like, all right, yeah, I'm here to drink beer and kick butt, you know, cleaning it up. <laughs> I'm not here to kick kick butt, so I guess I'm here to drink beer. So yeah. we walked around with our Stone Cold Steve Austin shirts. But then on the other side of the picture, I posted our complete setup, our tent, our jockey box, our yeah. table, our merch. And it was kind of like a, you know, a ri- rising to the type celebratory, top, yeah, coming out party, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, like, so it was really dope, and we were that received had to be like very well. An amazing feeling. Oh, it was. It was. It was. It was a long day, <laughs> long day, but it was. It was very. It was so great. And then for folks to be like, "Oh, where can I find your beer? What can I do?" And it's like, excuse me, we're actually doing something good here. And then. Right during that time for Fresh Fest, I mean, Barrel and Flow, we left, came back home, and then we did our first batch of the African Queen. That's and, true. And then yeah. hit the market. So I apologize to the listeners getting this far into the podcast and then finally getting the full oh, story. Dear. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so right, sorry. Crack, crack that one open. This one right here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Try Let's the do it. Barrel so, and Flow collab. So you, that's our Barrel and Flow collab. Um, we did this. Um, excuse me. Collaboration with uh, Altered Genius. They're in Ambridge, Pennsylvania, which is uh, 30 minutes outside of Pittsburgh. So almost like you're getting to Ohio. Where? Uh, Ambridge. Outside of Pittsburgh. Yeah. So like, I don't know where that is. On the other side of Pittsburgh. Yeah, the other yeah. side. Yeah. I, I grew up just <laughs> south of Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm, um, not familiar, I'm not familiar with there. Yeah, Ambridge. This is the Show Up and Show Out uh, Passion Fruit Habanero Pale Ale. Um, this is also brewed with That's another <laughs> another um, South African hop. All right, now I'm really gonna, curious to see if I like this because I am a firm believer that uh, peppers do not belong in beer. Mm. Okay, okay. I will say with this, um, you do get that juicy taste of the uh, passion the fruit. The passion fruit punches you in the face. There you go, and That's it does give that aroma. punches. The, <laughs> it does give you the warmth of the habanero on the back end, but it's not like you just bit into the pepper itself. That that might be acceptable then. Very subtle, oh, yeah. acceptable. <laughs> what, what do they call that? A- ASMR. Yeah. Very acceptable. Acceptable. Pepper, <laughs> spice. Actually, that that's subtle enough to be okay. See, it Tickle. it it, it kind of just gives a little tickle to the throat. It's not a tickle. To th- I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're being, now you're I being apologize. weird. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, it it doesn't give. Um, doesn't really give any kind of heat or anything mm-hmm. it just gives you like if you didn't read it you would kind of just be like what the hell's going on with my throat right right <laughs> so like i said it's just it's the warmth for this not like yeah. oh my god turn the fan on yeah right. there's just ones like you every sip you take you're like oh cool i'm gonna have heartburn now and this isn't even that good <laughs> ouch but this does it, this i don't feel heartburn coming on with this and it t- it's really good and so with this with this liquid um couple things one we want to do something different and what we've noticed with barrel and flow you do collaborations so the black owned breweries come so do they do they does barrel and flow pair people together or do you have to kind of look for who both okay they they can if you want to like they'll probably facilitate if you're trying to get with a larger or if if a larger brewery wants to collaborate with you they'll kind of facilitate that for you um, but for us, we've always chose like the local breweries and all that stuff. Yeah. So like when we went in, went in our first year, Alter Genius was next beside us, and oh, cool. so we were we, we were already, we were just sharing beers, just talking yeah. left and right, and vibing with them. They yeah. did a Neapolitan white stout. 
Oh, the ice cream. The therapy. ice cream style. Yeah, yeah it was an ice cool. cream style. It was so good. It was really good. And then I had uh no, it wasn't this year, it was last year. I had um gotten a uh the mix pack that mm-hmm. they had in stores mm-hmm. of the of the barrel and flow beers. So oh, yes. r- really dope. So they did that and then they we had brought our plum basil and they were trying it and it was like, Oh man, this is really good. So then it was like, Hey, um, we're looking for a collab collaborative collaborative brewery for next year. You guys find anybody? It was like, no, not yet. You want to collab? Sure. Why not? <laughs> it's like a first date. Yeah, it yeah. was. I want to be my girlfriend. The the <laughs> the whole team is dope. Uh, Mike and Donnie, the owners, are, are great. Deshaun, the brewer, like love him to death. Um, I think sorry to interrupt you again. You're but good. The, I th- I think the passion fruit also is there. Like there's enough of it in there to make to vouch for the habanero f- mm. in my mind. Right. <laughs> right. But it and it, it's mainly just that it just gives you that little tickle to let you little know it's tickle. there, but not. I'm here. Hey. Yeah. I'm hot. But <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. So now what we're seeing with Barrel and Flow, a lot of the collaborations are getting really wild and crazy, and we were the only spice beer out there, but. People loved it because it was once again it wasn't that hot. It was enough to get you there, but it's like the little tickle. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. You, I'm really glad you brought this because this is something I never, ever, ever would have tried on my own. But so, a nice. couple more things about it. So, the biggest thing with Barrel and Flow, they want you to do a um, your artwork with a paid black artist. Okay. So, want to give a major shout out to um, Brian Nance out of Rockville, Maryland. He is known as Malted Melanin on social media. You've, I'm pretty sure I've seen that. I'm pretty sure you have. He's probably <laughs> liked some things, commented, re, re, reposted, reshared. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I just spelled His daughter. <laughs> uh, people want to know, like, why is there so much dead space? What's going on? Oh, okay. Sorry, I belched. <laughs> um, his daughter, uh, Nadia Zupor, did our artwork for this can. Um, she is a talented, talented, talented. artist. Talented. Um, she is what we call a legend, and we call Malted Melanin a legend as well, too. Legendary. The whole family is just legends. Like, they just reproduce legends. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> but uh, with that, um, he just approached us at the Maryland Maverick beer release. He came out to, to support us with his family. Can I see the can for a second? Yes, sir. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you know, uh, my baby, she's she, she's on the directory to to do do a label, but nobody's picking her up. Are you doing something? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, why didn't you ask me first? Like, what do you mean? You know, I'm like, hell Are you trying yeah. Trying to let her work for I'm other like, people. Like, dude, this this is Maryland. Like, what what are we doing? So we ended up um, enlisting in her services, and we just told her about the beer, what it was going to be, and we said you have free reign to do whatever it is that you want to do. And for the record, I just poured more of this one that you because did. It- that you did. It's a, one of the first drinkable uh, pepper beers I've ever had. If, if you're keeping track out there, it is three for three now. Check out <laughs> check out Liquid Intrusion. You know what I'm saying? But um, with that, major shout out to uh, Miss Nadia and also Malted Melanin for the opportunity. And that's also like how you saying like the black craft beer drinking community being very tight knit. You know what I mean? Like they always show up and it kind of goes with the name show up and show out. Yeah. We have to show up and we always have to show out. Um, and shout out to Deshaun, the brewer of, um, Alter Genius, his wife. Cause like I had just randomly said it. She's like, Hey, I was like, yeah, you know, we got to show up and show out. And she was like, Oh, that's the, that's the name of the beer. 
And I was like, okay, well, let's just put it on on the whiteboard. Let's put it up there, like shelf it real quick. And it stuck. And it stuck. Like nothing else worked. And it's like show up and show out. And I'll even Passion say, fruit, habanero, oh, pale ale. I'm sorry. Even yeah. deeper with the meaning, um, you know, we put in the long hours in, you know, whether it's at a festival, um, planning for building recipes, tastings, anything. You know, we're out here and people don't see the back end of it. However. We we do it for our people. What we call our bear friends. Yes. Um, you're a bear friend. You're a bear way. friend That's now. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're stuck with us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> just seeing the smiles when they're tasting the liquid, when we're talking about our story, um, no matter how tired we are at the end of the day, it all becomes worth it. Just knowing that, you know, we're out here doing what we didn't think was going to be that easy, which some days it's not, but it, it all becomes worth it when we see how far we've come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like this beer. Good. Against all odds. Yeah. I, I like, I like Ooh, this love beer. It. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> we might have to hold on to Against that Against all odds. That's yeah. a beer name. Put it on the wall. See, that's what Put happens. You have a couple beers and the names start flying. <laughs> that is really good. 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 Um, shameless plug. So this will be available in select stores across the state. So I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Thank you so much. Make sure but you follow uh, Liquid Intrusion. Liquid Intrusion. Liquid Intrusion. Liquid Intrusion. Well, Alter Genius. Alter Genius. Um, Alter Genius. Alter Genius. So it'll, did they brew it again, or there? I guess that wasn't that long ago, right? Yeah, we we but, we, we we have a batch um, that we're we're we wanted to give Barrel Flow a little bit of time. Yeah. Also wanted the, the liquid to mature a little bit, a little yeah, bit yeah. better when it's super super matured, and then now we're Looking to get it released. Um, it will be in select uh, bars and select uh, beer and wine stores as well, too. Brewed down here or brewed by S- them? Still still, there. still okay. brewed by them. Um, and then we'll, we'll... Distribute it down here. Yeah. And we'll share it on social media. It's very burpy beer, though. Burpy. It is. It is. It is. We... We we felt like... Not, that, not, not, not saying that as a negative, because I actually like that with yeah. IPAs, so yeah. that you get to keep tasting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, hey. We wanted... <laughs> We we intentionally wanted to carpet up just a little bit more than what it should have been, just to kind of like let it linger a little bit. The habanero starts to build a little bit, but never past like just a tingle. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, this is a very well done beer. I would. Yes. You know what? I, I I'd cook with this for sure. Like what you thinking? Like burrito tacos. I can see that. It would be so good. Yeah, that would be good. It would be so good. Lipco loves. Food parents. We do. We absolutely love food parents. What? You know, so. <laughs> so good. I love it. Um, what uh, do you have? Uh, some newer beers coming out soon that you want to talk about, or uh, anything so exciting? Lemongrass is on for sure. Yeah. Um, that sh- we're hoping that it'd be out in Q one. That's okay. the goal. Um, especially for Black History Month. I think with us in a contract scale, we should always be releasing something mm-hmm. for Black History Month, right? Mm-hmm. Why not? Um, I also think maybe Q2 or later in the year, if sales and things are sustaining for us, Plum Basil Farmhouse. So um, we're always down to do collaborations. So we have something um, in the works for Prince George's County. I won't say any more. Anything else, anything else more than that? Yeah. Oh, um, Mullies is a is a discussion as well too, mm-hmm. as far as doing a, doing a collaboration. Oliver Brewing Company has always been a discussion yeah. for one. Um, it's, it's just on a matter I've, of when. Yeah, I've made three beers with 
Oliver Brewing. They are all phenomenal. Love it. I love it. You have some cans back there in the back. I want to try I, one. And if I did, they would not be good because it was all. I mean, I have an empty can. In, <laughs> in there, can I but smell it? They were. They, those were all made. <laughs> yeah, those were, they, they would be hey, like yo. a two year old IPA. Uh, <laughs> this aged well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then from there, you know, barrel and flow is always going to be a thing for us. That's that's annual for us. Like yeah, that's yeah. literally our Super Bowl. So we're going to be doing collaborations for that as well too. So. Just be on the lookout. Um, we're very big on social media since we don't have a brick and mortar. We're always posting. We're always doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And then go from there. Yeah. So what what is the best way for people to keep track of what you have going on? So give us a follow. Facebook, Instagram, and X. Yes, I'm being political. Formerly Correct known again. as Twitter. Formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> At Liquid Intrusion Brewing Co. Um X is liquid and liquid, liquid intrusion. intrusion. Yeah. Yeah. It, we couldn't Not fit all characters. the characters. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Facebook, there you go. Facebook, Instagram, that um, was a good liquid oh, intrusion, Brain Co. Uh, X, liquid intrusion. Um, make sure you follow us on, I'm sorry, visit our website, libcobeer.com. L I B as in boy, C O beer, B as in boy, E E R.com. Um, just check out our website for what we have out in the market, as well as our map locator where you can locate our liquid and our events page. And then I'm also drop this one last tidbit. We will also be in the Baltimore craft beer festival this Saturday awesome. at 12, 12 o'clock at the only black owned brewery there. The only black owned oh. brewery there. Uh, this is the uh, Baltimore waterfront. I believe Canton. 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 waterfront. Canton. There you go. I mean, it's see. in Baltimore. It's yeah. I'm trying, guys. But if you want to get the actual name. (laughs) (laughs) In Canton, that is correct. uh, Have you ever been to that one before? No. This is our our first first time. time. It's beautiful. It's so nice. uh, It's an amazing area for a beer festival. We're excited. It's It's not nearly as good as the Frederick one, Uh, but... Touche. Are you biased? (laughs) I mean, there's probably a very hefty dose of bias, but... The Brewers Association of Maryland yelled at us for not attending this year. Well, we, I'm we, ab- I was about to also, no. so I'm no on their side. No you, hey, as you should. <laughs> we had a schedule conflict, so we uh, weren't right. able to make it happen. Well, maybe but make it happen next year. We will. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll cut you a deal. <laughs> Uh-oh. We do Frederick. You come to Barrel and Flow. And I would, I would love to go to Barrel and Flow, but previous uh, past event of, I can't think of the right word, uh, I'm just going to say from history, mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable committing to that just because okay. okay. for some okay. reason. Let, let, let's double I'll down go. on this. If I could make it happen for you to get to Barrel and Flow, would you go? I I will I will make a very strong effort okay. to go to Barrel and Flow. We will talk Flo. about it when the mics All right. are cold. <laughs> you heard it here I know when it, Actually, I'll just go ahead and... Part of the problem is that I don't think about it until it's too far along in the year. So you said it's the second weekend in August. The second mm-hmm. weekend of August. I'm going to put it on my calendar right now. Good. Yeah. Good. Because it, it is, you know, the number one uh, beer festival in the country voted by USA Today. James that is Plug. correct. James yeah. but, uh, <laughs> um, and it's, uh, I'm trying to find a clean way to say it. It gets wild in there. It's dope. It's, it it's is dope. dope. I mean, everyone, everyone I know um, that goes to it every year is just talked about how amazing it We're is. We're on it a is. lane it called is. Dope Row. Dope Row. Nice. It got named by um, Dope um, Cider House and Winery. Um, Hannah, who is out in Youngstown, Ohio, name of, name of her company is Dope. 
And then from there. Dwelling on positive energy. Indeed. I think this is really good, the African Queen, but Mm -hmm. we definitely um, made a strategic error. I made an error of asking for you to show up and show out first. It's also our fault. (laughs) We should have guided you the correct way. (laughs) No worries. The liquid's prevailing. That that can was just calling to me, though. It's a very eye-catching label. Gotta love it. We gotta love it. But um, yeah, so we're on what we call Dope Row. Dope Row is like literally like where Barrel and Flow is now, uh, the sax. It's like a little courtyard and it's just nothing but a vibe, a party. Um, we share a speaker with Crafted Culture Ohio. Shout out to Sizzle. Um, we get the go go hour going and a lot of people come down and just say, Oh, where y'all from? Oh, you know where we're from. Um, so really dope. But then also on top of that, for um, this weekend at the Baltimore Craft Beer Festival. We will be pouring both the African Queen of her Seven Seas IPA and also the South of D.C. Cream Ale. And if you choose, we will have six packs to sell, also doing growler fills, 12-ounce pours. But if we happen to run out, if you go to Lighthouse Canton over around the corner, they'll give you 10% off. Okay. Awesome. Good to know. Just want to plug that. I'm all about the plugs. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's what this is for. Hey, thank you. Appreciate (laughs) you, you know. All right, you want to answer some stupid questions? Yes. Well, intentionally stupid questions, because obviously I've asked multiple already. You have not, (laughs) but can I give out a dumb fact? Yeah, absolutely. Me and Jasmine are avid wrestling fans, so if you have a wrestling question, shoot. If you were a wrestler, what would your walkout music be? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. If I was a, a wrestler, my walkout music... It would have to be, I don't know why, but I just go back to like Rocky Living in America by uh, James Brown. That's a good choice. That's a good one. Yeah. It's a good catchy, you know what yeah. I mean? You know, and go from get, there. Get everyone pumped everyone up. Everyone pumped up, yeah. you know, and go from there. I'm going to be cliche. It's a, it's a song by Rich Homie Kwan. I'll be feeling like the man when I walk through. Oh, because you want to be the man like like Becky, like Lynch. Becky Lynch. I got you. Okay, <laughs> okay, go. okay. People who who knows wrestling, they 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 get the reference. <laughs> Do you like wrestling? I um. Oh. Oh no! <laughs> no, I, I like it. Okay, I, I just I like I don't watch a lot because I don't watch a lot of TV in okay. general. Oh, okay, okay. Like I, okay. I mean, I've been to a few. Got you. The, the whoa. It may have been the WWF at that point. Ooh, no, no, no. It was, it was WWE. Okay. It was, it okay. was WWE by the point. Okay. But I, I've been, I've seen a, like it. Um, Shout out to the pandas. Whatever, whatever the place that the Capitals play at is called now. Capital One. Capital One. Yeah, Capital One I've been, I've been to a couple. I'm still stuck on matches. like Verizon Center. Verizon yeah, Center was, no, you want to throw it back? I'm still stuck on MCI. You still stuck on yeah. MCI? <laughs> MCI was dope, but like Verizon Center was sexy. Like, ooh, I want Verizon Center. I think I like I think when I went to see him it was the MCI center. Oh wow. <laughs> like it was a long time ago. Um but yeah, I mean I I in I enjoy um I enjoy stories and wrestling is I mean that's basically it's what a soap it opera. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a soap so, opera with, with action. Like yeah. we we always fight. <laughs> yeah. You know. But it's like it's like the young and young and the restless. Love you know like, like in young young and the restless like someone gets slapped. It's like <gasps> <laughs> and it's overly dramatic. Yeah. And it's like, now, I live for this. Now we got to have a steel cage match. <laughs> <laughs> what is the largest animal that you could defeat in a wrestling match? 
I want to square up with a kangaroo. Thank you. So, Are you kidding me? Yes. I, I mean, you're going to get your ass beat. You're what? <laughs> Have you ever seen any I've of those videos? Like the, yeah. The, they're, like, they're, they're tall. Like jacked and they're like a small no dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. But I, just, but I will also point out, so I was at uh, a beer festival all weekend long um, just asking these stupid questions to like nice. every brew who was there. Yeah. There were a lot of it, so it must be like a brewer thing that where there were a lot of brewers that said kangaroo. Dude, Get out. they just and square up for no reason. It's yeah. like I just want to yeah. punch you in the chest. Like, yeah. I can't, I can't, it's like kangaroos just look for humans. Yeah, to yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like hind legs. Like, what's up? Yeah. What, what is it? Run it. So I okay. At my first thought was a sloth, but then they have those weird talons. I'm like, no. Yeah, but it'd be so slow to, could, to like, yeah, 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 to swipe you. Like, oh, you thought. But if I if I really want to be a heel, I'm 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 beating up a koala. It is what it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like they're so cute. Why would you do that? They're small. I could toss it. You know. <laughs> sorry, I'm I, a heel I, now. I'm I love a heel. your answer and I love your reasoning. It's <laughs> a little fat heel. She's, the- you know what? This is kind of an inside thing. I've always wanted a pet koala bear. They're so cute, <laughs> and the fact that she wants to beat one up. <laughs> thank God I do. You know they all have chlamydia, right? Yes. That, <laughs> that. So, so here's my thing. I was a child. This is like my childhood thing. Like I yeah. always wanted a pet koala bear, yeah. and I was going to name him Larry, and get some vines. He'll be swinging around and all that stuff. But no, they have cl- chlamydia, and apparently, like. What they eat is like a fucking excuse me. Ooh. Oh, it's it's sorry. It's my 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 one I gave, but it's like a <laughs> a uh, hallucinogen, whatever that it is that they eat is it like bamboo. Eucalyptus? I thought it was yeah. eucalyptus. eucalyptus. Yeah. yeah, so they're always high. Yeah, and when I they think I have heard. That. Yeah, and 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 when they come down, they're like violent, <laughs> like super violent. So for me, I'm like, well, it's lucky you got Jasmine there to beat him up. <laughs> True, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there to protect you, honey. He's sober, babe. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win in a fight between a ninja and a pirate? Mm. Mm. Drunk pirate. It doesn't matter. There is a correct answer, though. Just be forewarned, <sighs> and I will judge you by how you answer it. Mind you. He likes all the liquid, so this is okay. 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 Um, I'm gonna go ninja. I'm, I'm gonna say ninja because they take great pride You're in their bodies. Wrong. Oh, I figured as much. But babe, babe, wait, babe. I was going, I was getting to my ass, and he's like, no, babe, I'm babe. just gonna shut it down before babe. you dig yourself into a deeper hole. Of Guess what, wrong. babe? We're we're walking this plank together. Yes. Yes. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> If why, you, what can we say? Why? why? Uh, there, I don't have a reason. I just have chosen that hill to die on. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> cool. But I will say the absolute vast majority of the people say ninja. <laughs> So I, I like, might be wrong. They're stealthy. They, they take they great swim? prides in their body and their and their art. Yeah, but they have a code of honor. They have like like and, and a pirate doesn't care. It's that is gonna, true. I, I just it's just going to do what needs to be done to get the job. That is leave. true. That's I think true. it depends on like where the field of battle is. Doesn't matter. Pirate if it's, would always win. If it's <laughs> if it's the ship, like you're trying to rationalize. All right. Your next wrong question. Answer. Next question. I'm sorry. Next question. <laughs> this is so fun. <laughs> if you were a NASCAR driver, what three uh, sponsors would you choose? You so, asked the right person. I want you to know, I am a diehard NASCAR fan. <laughs> so. 
first sponsor, Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company. Okay. I aspire for this brewery <laughs> to be on the hood of a NASCAR for multiple reasons. One, because beer, like Anheuser-Busch is always, yeah. they always they always have a sponsor, Miller Coors. Mm-hmm. Why can't Lipco? Mm. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Old Bay, second sponsor. <laughs> on a quarter Very panel. Good Maryland. You know what I'm saying? Like with, with crab, little mallet. Let's do it. Oh, I mean, I think a whole like a whole uh, old bay livery would look amazing. Mm-hmm. Sidebar: Team Jimmy's. Shout out to Peter. <laughs> Anyways, um, third sponsor. Mm, it's got to be like some type of like. Do you care if it's local? You, you what you got? Uts. Uts would be dope. Uts would be dope. That would be a cool looking car too. Like or, on, on, on the like on, on the back part with like you know. Or we just chip. mentioned Jimmy's, maybe Jimmy's. Jimmy's as well. Hey, maybe they want to team up with. Uh, hey, with Jimmy's. Old Bay to- yeah, Jimmy's, Old Bay, and Libco. There you go. Three way sponsorship for a NASCAR. South of DC. Yeah. The Old indeed. Bay and Jimmy's. Yeah, there indeed. Go. So, dude, you, you it's asked a whole theme for sure, for sure. Um, so, I mean, sidebar a little bit. How would you? Take on the whole debate of the Obey lover lovers versus the Jo lovers. Well, they're wrong. The people oh. who don't love Old Bay. Oh, I I haven't had Jo, so I can't. Neither have I, but they're yeah. still wrong. Oh. <laughs> Can I have an honorable mention for a fourth sponsor? I'm trying to get on the other side of the car now. Okay, <laughs> I want you on there as well too. Yeah, untapped I, for sure. I mean, I can't afford it, but I feel honored. It's okay. Maybe a quarter pounder. Give me a quarter pounder. A sticker on the side underneath the NASCAR emblem. Yeah. What is your go-to gas station snack? <sighs> Beef jerky. Jerky and Slim Jims. Jerky and Slim Jims. What kind of uh, jerky? Yeah, yeah. Peppered. Peppered's the one. Like Jack Link's. Jack Link's peppered. peppered. Yeah. Like if I can find a more than one pound bag, I'm buying it. Can, I, ma- can I make a suggestion to try? Please. The fatty jalapeno, smoked jalapeno beef sticks. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I'm I, I see them in a lot of different places, but Sheets always has them. It's it's my it's my like my traveling snack. Like if I'm like we got a road trip coming up. Yeah, and I just want something to do. Beef jerky. Let's go. We always buy like what, like two or three packets of beef jerky. Yeah, and then I rotate between um, the Tabasco uh, oh, Slim Jims. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Or yeah, the um, I would do either the um, combos. You're just, you're just or going with Macho bugles. Man, aren't you? Yes. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm so good. See another wrestling thing because they they redid the commercial. And they included L.A. Knight yeah. and Bianca Belair, which was like it was phenomenal. It brought oh back my the childhood, gosh. but yes, but yes. <laughs> Who would play you in a movie about your life? So, I'm usually like the doppelganger. Like I look like somebody. When I was younger, it was T.I. <laughs> then Sorry, that was an ugly laugh. I, I got I got when high school. I was referred to as Larry Fishburne, not Lawrence. Larry Fishburne. Larry. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would go with, and I can't remember the actor's name, but the actor that looks exactly like Mike Tomlin. Omar oh. Epps. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. who I would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see that yeah. with with the headset. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that'd be mine. This is a hard one for me because locally. 
everyone's like, oh, do you have a sister here? Do you have I'm like, I don't really have a lot of family here, but I don't, I mean, they say everybody has a twin. But in the past, yeah, as when I was younger, mm. people did like, oh, you look like you can pass for Raven Simone. I'm like, yeah. really? Before our metabolism slowed down. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we're, we're cool. That would, I think, I think that would work. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a There's distant a, cousin. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not a, it's not as much as Mike Tomlin's similarity no. over here. But just no. randomly <laughs> having deja vu over there, like <gasps> I just had a vision. <laughs> I hated that. Sorry, people, yeah. some people did come up to me and say that. I'm like, are you? Kidding? Did you just have a vision? I'm gonna do it tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna Please do it tonight don't. over dinner. Did you does, just have a vision? Does pineapple belong on pizza? Yes. No. Yes. She's right. No. <sighs> <laughs> flip, flip this table right I've, now. I've tried a and couple I also times. I love how offended you even looked by the thought of it being on. <laughs> we have gotten into debates about this, and I've tried. I'm not. I'm not saying it's like, oh, I will never try it out. I've tried, and I've you know, even with even going back to the beer topic, I've same thing with sours. I've tried with sours. I'm not going to say I don't like them, and it's just it's just not my style. Yeah. I don't think but, that your mothers held you enough when you were children because <laughs> pineapple goes on pizza. And to anybody that's listening, you're damn straight. That is disgusting. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the best. So, yeah. so we, oh, we, we literally have two separate pizzas when we order pizzas, obviously. Yeah. And she better not touch my sugar honey iced tea. It's going in the trash. It's not. <laughs> anyway. Pineapple goes on pizza. <laughs> What's the dumbest injury you've ever had? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I, I just thought about it. All right. Elementary school. My parents got this uh, Red Baron pizza from the freezer. Mm-hmm. Put it in the <laughs> oven. We're enjoying it. I was too hungry to let it cool down enough. So I remember cutting a piece, putting it on my plate, go to the dining room, sat down with my pizza. I go to take my first bite. The chi- the cheese slides off, burns me on my chin. And it was like fifth, sixth grade. And I'm having this burn mark for like a couple weeks. And I'm in there. It's like of all things to get burned on cheese on you pizza. You want to know why? Because it didn't have pineapple on it. <laughs> the pineapple would have held it in place. Pineapple would have been great. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it. The sugar it. content <laughs> would have, you know, been a great healing factor. Whatever. So you would have been burnt. And it would have tasted horrible. Disgusting. <laughs> it would have stung. Get out of here. Um, for me, it was a very young childhood injury. I was a very wild child, and my mother had like very sharp edges on a coffee table. I hit my head on the coffee table and let it like a little indenture on my skull. <laughs> and it's grown with me ever since. So it's kind of one of those things. Did it split open like and bleed a lot? Or no, it just no, it just put a dent? just put a little little little. A little dent up top. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I like pineapple on pizza. I don't know. Yeah. You've been altered. (laughs) Love it. Wouldn't change it for the world. (laughs) (laughs) What? If you could win a lifetime supply of anything, what would it be? Beer. Uh, um, Gasoline. (laughs) I would say gasoline. Yes, that would be. I'm not picking the adult answer. I'm saying Twizzlers. I love (laughs) Twizzlers. (laughs) What are you, six? I am. I am. Twizzlers. If you could be the best at anything in the world, what would it be? I wanted to be the best NASCAR driver in the world. That's a childhood <laughs> thing. That was a childhood thing. Mm. Mm. What's the the person that, the calligraphist? The, is that even a word? Calligrapher. 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 Thank yeah, you. I think that's right. Yeah. 
I'm just out here making signs, and that would definitely help the business. <laughs> I could win a NASCAR race for the business and our sponsors. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. All right, we'll do one more. What is the worst fashion decision you've ever made? <sighs> so I started my early education in St. Mary's County, then moved up to Prince George's County. And in St. Mary's County, you know, like Adidas shell toes are a thing. I had Fat Farm shell toes and migrated up to Prince George's County and got ridiculed. Annihilated. Annihilated. <laughs> pushed For in, having the knockoffs. Pushed in locker. Like, oh no. You nerd. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's tragic. Yeah, that, that, was, that was the worst one. I'll never forget. I'm scarred for life. So, I have old school parents. Beer name Fat Farm Shelters. And I'm see. This is unlocking memories. I forgot. Like was trying to push in the back and leave. So middle school. This was like seventh grade, first year in middle school. It's like the first week. I got clowned. This is when my parents were still ironing my clothes. Yeah, you say ironing. I ironing? did. I did. <laughs> I'm just, sorry. I'm sorry. Ironing my clothes. My mom, she put the sharpest crease in my jeans. <laughs> sharpest. And she yeah. starched them and everything. Oh, it nice. was cut, <laughs> cut into paper. Yeah. Went to the bus stop. And, oh my God, you got creases in your jeans? My mom earned them in jeans. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was the last time. The you last. nerd. Yeah, I was. I really was. It is what it is. I don't care. I'd rather take fat farm shell cells over <laughs> starch jeans <laughs> with creases. The crease. The crease. Razor sharp. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you two so much for your time today. You guys are so much fun. <laughs> uh, and I I will put full effort into uh, making it to Barrel and Flow this year. Just, awesome. Just for you. <laughs> Great. And because I've, I've only heard amazing things about it. Appreciate yeah. it. We really appreciate it's, you as well. I think in... The biggest thing about the industry is we need to have more diversity, right? So whatever your nationality background is. Also, you know, more women in craft beer, LGBTQ in craft beer. It is going to make the craft beer world a better place. And then with everybody in their their backgrounds, what you can bring to the table for your liquid is going to be phenomenal. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. The, the world will be a better place if we had more beer. So, please. <laughs> Beer makes the world go Beer around. Beer makes the world go around. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Cheers. May the liquid always prevail. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh, my God. That's good.